0: Hey there, how are you doing? Oh my god, it's another week, isn't it? Another Tuesday of recording, but another Wednesday of podcasting. Well, What is this podcast? Well, it's Weekly Games Chat, uh, the world's greatest podcast about video games. My name is Sean. Uh, I have two friends that also are here with me, and they are John and Chris. We will say hello to them first. But first, I want to remind you, if you do want to watch this recording, you can head on over to twitch.tv. Uh that would be from like any any device. There's apps for it and everything. And you just search for Weekly Games Chat and you could see us do this. It's fantastic. I look like al from Tim the Toolman's show. Taylor today. what Would you call me Chris? <laughs> I called you
1: Corporate uh Al Borland.
0: <laughs> yeah, old Al Borland. That's what's up. But uh this is the intro part of the show, so what I'm going to do is start introing the boys and then you'll hear a few things that we kind of wanted to just say, you know, to kind of get warmed up before we head into the topic. Uh, But thanks so much for being here. We appreciate you. This is episode 394 for those keeping score at the house. John, how are you doing? It's like we switched roles today. I got a button up on nicely pressed and you got a t-shirt about a video game on. Is this is this weird? I'm uncomfortable. And as Chris (laughs) would like to
2: point out, it's a video game I've never played. You've never played the Cuphead.
0: It is it. it is quite a difficult game.
2: Oh, so I can play it. Has Chris beat it?
0: Chris I beat is, the DLC. Here we go. Here I have we not, go. I've not beat the original. Technically, John, you knew the answer to that because he reviewed the DLC on this very fun podcast. I didn't
2: yeah. know he beat it.
0: Yeah. He beats it every day. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bazinga. Uh, and then of course you've already heard Chris. Uh, he's been he's been waiting on he's missed me today. He's got a I think that's a Grateful Dead t shirt on, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. Terrapin Station. I don't know what that means, but some deadheads do. I There's guarantee some, you. Some turtles, terrapins are turtles. That's what the Maryland Maryland's are called. Yeah, fear the turtle, buddy. Oh, Ostrons and terrapins.
1: <laughs> you know, right now the uh, what you call it, the terrapins and the tide are projected to play each other in round two if they win their first round games.
0: What are you gonna do? You have to go for the terrapins.
1: Yeah, I mean, there they are. My. <laughs> I don't jump yeah, that's on when that. We, that's what we kick you out of the uh, fan group that is
0: all things Alabama sports. Question, yeah. sir? Yes, sir. What's
1: a terrapin?
0: It's a turtle. We just said that, but you zoned out for five minutes on the playback when you download this tomorrow. I'm gonna you'll feel see that. shame. <laughs> I uh, I got I got I got to say I I did something today because a part of my situation, but I actually listened to the show about an hour before I got off work today. Yeah. So before we get into intro stuff, John, are, are you able to walk better this week <laughs> from your hiking? <laughs> yeah, I'm good now. And Chris,
1: have you gotten further in Horizon?
0: <laughs> I did French not get from the
1: brain, boys. I did not French get to play it this weekend because I had some other stuff to do. But no, it is my That's weekend game, though.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm going to totally. I never remember what we talked about, All right, John? And I got to say, boys, we are funny. I laughed out loud at us so much. Uh, There's a thing that we do in news. John and I will be just going off, and you'll be like, it's so much fun. We should be like that more often, just saying. Uh, But speaking of just saying, this is the intro, right? And uh, I need to know what this is because, like, when we have these things, we try to pivot into them. And it's weird to hear Chris utter the words, flee to the heavens so John and I both want to unpack that and see what that's about don't we John I I want to hear about this because I know he oh, doesn't it's, have much it's
1: interesting not, things It's to say. it's not oh. though as great as you think it is I oh, just no. want to point out that <laughs> I know he listens to the podcast he's told me he's a big fan uh, and today at 3.30pm the Ravens officially franchised but did not exclusive franchise Lamar Jackson that's so, what's up He can sign right now with any team he wants. And I would just make a plea to Mr. Mr. Jackson, super fan, Lamar Jackson head boy, number one fan of (laughs) weekly games chat. Everyone knows it. He's here every week, you know, silent, but lurking in the chat. When we do the live stream, please, please consider the town that is 45 minutes south from where you've been just destroying the NFL for the last, I don't know, five years. I think we would be a great fit. We got Eric Bellamy for you. You know, he he took Patrick Mahomes to a Super Bowl. He could take you. Pat Holmes. Yeah. We're getting rid of that jerk owner, we hope. I don't know. Maybe. Did you just call him Patrick Holmes, by the way? Yes, Patrick Holmes.
0: Because I I didn't said Pat Holmes as a joke. You know it's Mahomes, right? Yeah, sure.
1: Let's go with that. (laughs) I have a friend (laughs) called Patrick Holmes too. That's the sad part. Oh Um, my goodness. But yeah. But yeah, um, that's big news. Yeah, that was huge news. I could not believe that they did not pay that man his money. But I would really like it if my team would step up to the plate and finally do the right thing in this world and pay that man millions upon millions of dollars for his beautiful golden arm and <laughs> and lush, powerful legs. Well, we'll
0: see. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the story. Uh, uh, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers and 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 it came out today that. The the Jets, along with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, are in "quote unquote" talks. That's kind of a big thing. But yeah. everybody was waiting to see how that tag would. Um, <laughs> I just read Acid Sugar's uh, comment about your. You said lush, powerful legs. Uh, how that's going to play out with Lamar Jackson and the NFL offseasons?
1: Kind of kind
0: of cranking up. You know what I mean?
1: There was a joke. Uh, yeah, they were sending a coalition to to them this afternoon. Uh, the Jets. Who, were. who was? The jets Jets were and uh, I was watching first things first. And they were like, here's some advice jets. Turn that jet around and head to Baltimore ASAP and get Lamar Jackson instead. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I see this in chat. What up to Mike. Uh, in the chat, we see you over
0: there. I saw this, too, kind of c- come across the clicker. Like, apparently, that when the brackets get announced for the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. it was last year that Tom Brady came out of re- retirement. He unretired, right? Sure. So the joke would be how funny would it be if he did it again this year, uh, and then all of a sudden people of speculating that what if he goes to the Dolphins or – I don't know. I think
1: he's done. He's done, right, Chris? Don't you think? Uh, based on how his video appeared a couple of weeks ago, yeah, yeah I'd he's say done. he's done. You know, to kind of put it mildly, it's the end of an era, really. That was pro.
2: That was not bad. I, I, you almost <laughs> caught me off guard there.
1: <laughs> John tuned so down John, as soon as it realized. He yeah, was yeah it was sort of NFL, football, NFL, NFL, blah, blah, blah. End of an era, of what? An era. That's my stick. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, Chris. Yes, sir. It
2: is the end of an era.
0: Are you um, quitting the show? Is this it? Are you quitting know. on the intro of 394? <laughs> you still have to make up for your PTO. You told me you were buying Octopath Traveler on PS5. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I should probably do that. But I find myself wanting to buy Spacer's Choice edition of The Outer Worlds. Oh. However, Ooh. most importantly, most importantly, guys, you know, I'm not necessarily a car guy. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, I know where this is going. Never right.
2: been the guy that drove, yeah. right? You right? Know, the nicest car. Right. With me, a car needs to have four freaking wheels and a seat. Get from A <laughs> to not, B.
1: Just A to not, B. You're not the guy who finds out that his Bluetooth stopped working and then really considers buying another car. Seriously, <laughs> contemplates buying a new car. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah, that was that was hilarious to me. I didn't say anything out loud, but when you said the Bluetooth, dude, it matters working, though. It matters. This
0: car. <laughs> it matters so much. <clears throat> well, it's
2: just, it's funny how, you know, I, I, this isn't, uh, look, you do you, and this is not a judgment, but I'll never understand how people can't stand to have the same car for more than three years. They got to switch it up. I'm not saying that's you guys. I don't think that's you guys. It's
0: not me. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, but, but you, I know people that are like, I, I'm just done with this. I want something different. And they never stop having a car payment. Sure. Me and my wife,
0: your wife,
2: haven't had a car payment in almost five years. It's been glorious, and we love it. Yeah, we've become addicted to it. But anyway, uh, driving home Friday night, and (laughs) on my way home from picking up dinner, which is what I do. I'm I'm Clarissa's Uber Eats driver. True, that's what I do. Um. And I'm driving Ashe. behind, I'm driving behind this guy and it's, it's, it's on a, it's on a, it's on an intersection that all of us here know. Right. Um, and as I'm pulling up to the intersection, I see this guy with a Treadstone sticker and ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what Treadstone is, that's okay. It's a climbing gym that my kid works at.
1: I thought it was uh, a, uh, has nothing to do with Jason Bourne. Yeah. I was about uh, to say, I thought it was a CIA. Aha, yeah.
2: That's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I look at the sticker and I go, "Huh, he's probably leaving Treadstone." I know that place. He's coming from that direction. So oftentimes, we as drivers, you might be, we, you might identify with this, you might not. Maybe you're an excellent driver who never does this. But when the uh, when the left light indicator goes green, sometimes it triggers something in our brains that everything else is green and we can go. And you catch yourself seconds later and you realize, oh, that wasn't actually for it was me. The it's signal. just turning signal. It's just a turning signal. Well, the guy with the Treadstone sticker did that. Now, what you're supposed to do as the driver behind him is you're not supposed to use the guy in front of you as a cue for how to behave. You're supposed right. to look at the traffic light. Now, I should have looked in the traffic light and not him, but I looked at him. He was moving forward, which told me that the light was green. The light didn't tell me it was green.
0: He told me the light was green. <laughs>
2: And I briefly look to my left, and before I know it, I'm slamming into the back of this guy because he had that delayed response where he realized he wasn't supposed to go, and I plow into the back of him with no lube, ladies. Yeah, say. it yeah. was hard, fast, and raw. And I'll actually, put, maybe I'll post the uh, post the pictures on uh, the Discord channel. But um, I get out of the car. He gets out of the car. We fight. Um, I
0: lose. Hand to hand, John gets beat down. Got <laughs> beat down. This guy, <laughs> this guy climbs. Right.
2: Um, but no, we get out of the car. He says, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah." Are you okay? Uh, and he said, "Yeah, I'm doing. I- I'm I'm fine." I said, "Do you know Aiden, which is my stepson?" He laughs. He goes, "Yeah, I know him." Uh, I go, "Well, that's that's my stepson." He goes, "Oh, I was at your house last year." I'm like. Oh yeah, I well, was yeah. You hey you,
0: I know you guys. Hey well, man, well good luck with your
2: troubles.
1: <laughs> Bye.
2: <laughs> so he said, "Look, we can pull over to the Burger King, call the cops, unless you're good." And I went, "Oh gosh." Well, I mean, is your car okay? Did I damage it in any way? He took a glance at it. And goes, it doesn't look damaged to me. It's a piece of crap anyway. And if at the most, it maybe maybe I got some paint on the back of his bumper. So he said, "If you're good, I'm good." I said, "Man, thank you so much." So I was so I've I've. It's like, gosh, you just hated to, you know, wreck the car. It's probably totaled because not only was the not only was the hood damaged pretty much, but the radiator was bent backwards. So I mean, there's probably. There's probably a lot of damage um, that is past the point of fixing what is, I think, a 14-year-old car that we've had for, four, you know, we've had it a long time. So, you know, it, it, I consider myself blessed because it just so happened I ran into somebody that works at a climbing gym with my kid. Meaning, if the cops came, I would have gotten a ticket for following too closely, as they say. And I would have, and my insurance rates, my insurance premiums would have gone up. So that's not, you are like
0: ancient at this point. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. always mean that anymore, buddy.
2: Doesn't always. I mean, but it's like, it's the first, I haven't had a wreck. The only wreck I ever had in my life was at 19. At
0: 19. Hey,
2: right. 19. So it's just, it's just. It, uh, it's been
0: rocking you a little bit.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it messes with your head because you know, you, you, you ruin a car, you ruin a mode of transportation. You think you let down the family wish you would have died in the wreck <laughs> just kidding what Wait,
0: get you on just- the therapy
2: Get <laughs> in the therapy but uh it just it just so happens that my my wife's grandmother your wife. Bought, your wife bought the same car the same day from the same dealership from the same salesman so i'm 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 driving her i'm i'm driving my mother's grandmother not my mother my wife's grandma well my wife's grandmother's 2009 Hyundai accent ladies and gentlemen in 2009 they still made windows that you crank like this
0: dog <laughs> mm-hmm. gets down on the crank windows
2: I use I, I try to do my my right hand when I'm about to talk to somebody and try to make it as smooth as possible so it looks like I'm doing and I do
0: the noise
2: <laughs> make it seem like I've got to a-
0: pre-roll the window down at a drive-through <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was that was that was a weird day because uh I had texted John I actually last week too I, I if you guys remember I brought up that I needed to get a copy of the metroid uh game the the remaster uh and I got it. I found it just by happenstance I was at gamestop and 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 one of the guys we know we've referred to this person as Ricky before Ricky calls the sales associate hears that I'm there and hears me say, do you guys have a copy of Metroid Prime remastered yet? And he goes, no, it's at this Walmart over in such and such. And I was like, what's the chances? I had just got done from a gig. I had my trailer hooked up, full gear. I was tired. It was a morning gig. I ended up driving out there and get it. So I, in, in my joy, uh, I texted John. And I was like, buddy, look at what I, I forgot exactly what I said. But look what I did. I did a thing. And I sent him a picture of me holding the game. And then he's all excited. And I have no idea nothing's wrong. But that's approximately the time of the day, probably right after, that you got in a wreck.
2: No, it happened Friday night.
0: Oh, so it was yeah. the next day yeah. you I got you. So you're already okay. Yeah. That's crazy. And I was like, Well, that sucks. Are you all right? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> then he made a really funny joke. Hold up, joke.
2: hold up your hold up your metro game.
0: Show uh, the world. It's i I gotta get it. It's uh, in my it's in my bag.
2: You need to have that crap on hand.
0: Can you can you carry the can you do this for a second and talk about play some hold music or something? I know exactly where it is. <laughs>
1: and we're back and
2: we're back
0: there it is buddy
2: that is a beautiful box you have a lovely box can i touch it it?
1: that just didn't sound right have
2: you started is it open yet
1: it's not even open yet
2: you're never gonna open it. You might I'm not wanna you might not wanna open it, dude.
0: I, I was holding off just in case. <laughs> yeah, for real. Just in case. This is not gonna be another uh horizon situation. <laughs> I, before. You, it's so not, you uh, don't
2: so I mean you, I think Sean, you alluded to it, but the but the that game has been very difficult to find yeah. retail for for a while.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm hoping
2: I'm hoping that's technically a good uh, a bit of good news. I think in the UK it was the number two best selling game for that week. So hopefully, I'm, I'm, I mean, on one hand, I'm, I hope people get a copy of it, but on the other hand, I'm glad it's seemingly selling well because I want I want two and three remastered badly, probably more so than I want four because we know that four doesn't exist. So, anyway, I'm loving you in your brawny shirt,
0: Sean. Oh uh, no, it's it, look for anybody watching on Twitch. I I I uh, FaceTime, not FaceTime, but we'll just call it that for the sake in case you don't know, to Chris. And the first thing he said to me because the pattern comes up, it looks very dark in person. It's not. It's it's a very fancy shirt. I got it from the Gap. Okay, it looks like Matt Walsh co- cosplay. <laughs> but Chris, would you tell the people I'm what you know, said Chris my shirt knows, looks Chris like?
2: Knows who I'm talking about.
0: <laughs>
1: chris can you say who i look like on the show um wow deja vu okay uh (laughs) you look like uh corporate al borland you trade out tool time for the corporate office
0: Uh, yeah there you go i just need a tool belt and i'll be rocking uh but speak i mean you you said corporate and that's said look man we are just filling in the pivots because what i was going to talk about was corporate american funness again Corporate you know how much we American all just, we funders. just adore corporate America, right? Love it. So today I caught myself and, and we've had to kind of, uh, we've been lucky. Uh, anybody who listens to us, maybe you are not this lucky or maybe you are, but our company uh, kind of let us just kind of stay remote working for the, it's, the entire pandemic. Wait, it's they been very. Did? It's been very recent where they're kind of like, you know, we're going to, you got to come on back in. It's, it's, it's time. Uh but but we're really blessed because they, they're kind of keeping it. You probably heard the term at this point, uh, hybrid, right? I think I think that term has become very known uh just in the world. It's crazy. Remote workers, hybrid, WebEx, just words that we didn't know in 2020 what these words meant. What are these words? What what does this mean? But anyway, so that means I've had to go back into the workhouse. And in doing so, you remember how much you hate traffic. Um are there no prisons? Just, Are there no work. Today was a very special day. Uh, I literally, I don't live like 40 minutes away from where I work. But that's how long it took me to get to work today. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then half, I would say, not, let's not say half. Let's say a quarter, the last quarter of my ride, this, this tractor trailer, and we need them. It was a big, long flatbed he was carrying with like metal on it. So it was legit, but just by my fate and my fate alone, that tractor trailer decided to go to my exact route all the way up until my final turn. Can I just tell you how fun that is? But then that's not even the fun part. Uh, Since my return that we have these like, we have these fancy chairs. You as a person probably have seen the kind of chair that my workplace has any workplace that buys chairs, you see them like you see them all, all over the place. They're like they're very expensive chairs and they're made so you don't get like I don't know, like a hurt back at work and stuff. Very, very good for you, right? Ergonomic, a hurt back, <laughs> you right? You don't want to back. get a sciatica, <laughs> <Yeah>, too late. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right, too late. So, so, but the problem is they come in different sizes, right? And since we've been not at the workhouse for a while, um, these chairs have played like shuffleboard. They're everywhere. People have ganked them. Uh, people took chairs home because we didn't know when we were coming back. Uh, there, it's just a mess. And uh, I need so if the chairs come in size one, two, or three, I need a three. Not because I'm like seven foot tall or whatever. I, I got wide shoulders. It's just it. The one, in, the one I cannot fit in. The two is kind of like this is tight. <laughs> and the. Three is like really where I need, but the three is a, it's kind of a rare beast. And my manager was like, Hey man, I'll put you in a request for your chair. Well, I've been at work now for two weeks and, uh, I've been sitting in this chair. It's literally been hurting me. So today, and you guys remember this, anybody who's lived in corporate America or worked in corporate America, I went on a chair hunt. (laughs) I was determined to find my chair. And right now it's, it's very dystopian last of us ish out where I work. Because there'll be like a section where like there's fireflies, right? And there's everybody's there. And then a few rows back, no one, just a ghost town. You'll see, like in this one cube today, we saw like a a used rubber glove sitting on a desk with a stuffed animal of a clown with like an eye hanging off of it, and like a Nerf basketball goal hanging up, crooked. It's in like one an, cube it's like an archaeological dig man it's cra- and there's there's like disconnected keyboards and and, yep. and meese <laughs> I mean it's it was it's I mean, crazy over on my world it was
2: the first day back for everybody first of all it was hilarious because I've been in the office for a year and a half of going every day watching people get out of their cars as I pulled up that morning was hilarious because it was like It was the grumbly, grumbly faces as people were walking into that building going, I don't want to be here. I don't want to go home and be in my jam
0: jams. (laughs) Yeah, you were, you were, you, you maintained, you were like an anomaly. A lot of us, I mean, quite frankly, we got used to being in like our gym shorts and t-shirts and not all we got used to. (laughs) What? (laughs) Fab nation. What? Can I say that? (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, but we also got used to like if we needed to be in a meeting, we could throw a polo on, pro at the top, you know, chilling at the bottom on the webcams. Life was good, you know chilling, what I
1: mean?
2: Chilling um, at the
0: bottom. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's we're still in that learning curve. It still kind of feels like, especially the first week back, it kind of felt like the first day of school, and now it's kind of like, I think it's it's going to be different forever because we now are a hybrid. Like in it, you never know whose schedules are going to mash up. But it was fun today and especially coming off the heels of watching the most recent Last of Us where it was just like man this is this is crazy how this is i did to complete the story i did find a three chair and the funniest thing ever it was literally 10 steps from me and i just walked past it for days finding trying to find one in the in the w- wilderness of a corporate campus and it was literally there was an empty
1: desk and I never even thought to look there, and there it was. Wait for me. Wait till September when Kenny shows up at your desk, like, "Hey, man, I got you a three, uh, three
0: dot <laughs> chair." Actually, I actually have somebody that's 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 <laughs> kind of in charge of that, mm-hmm. and I got a <clears throat> I got an instant message. Hey, we're working on your chair, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Like, I didn't even think about like, what if they bring me? So I, this one I got is like pristine; it's perfect. What if they bring me like a bootleg used one with like? stains on it and crumbs because they just found it they're uh, there they're there, there yeah i do we found some chairs that we thought were going to be kind of cool uh-uh not even not even and then i, I meant that the what's the etiquette like if i found a chair and like if i'm in apartment department a but i go all the way to d right and i find a chair is it like a walk of shame, or do you just go like a pro and just push your chair like it's your chair? How do you get your chair back to your desk? You know?
1: You you make the sacrifices you have to make and you don't care what people say or that's do. what we
0: gotta talking about. We're like you own it. Like when a thief walks up to a building, not supposed to be there, you act like you're supposed to be there. You just do it. It is there was somebody
2: there's somebody that showed up, damaged a monitor that morning. Oh <gasps> just and just moved yeah. it over to another cube and took theirs. I
0: was just kidding.
2: And and then said and and then and then called IT and said one of my people on my team has a bad monitor. You need to come fix that. I'm like, oh my god,
0: That's so not Human the way. Beings. This is not the way. Not the way. Not the, <laughs> it's way. not the way. Um, are we? Oh, before we head into our topic, are we all caught up on Last of Us and uh, Mandalorian? Yeah. No. Okay, then we can't talk about it. We're done. John ruined the intro. Well, I did and see, with that...
2: I did, see, I did see Creed 3 over the weekend.
0: Thanks for the invite. Yep. Uh, I actually can't welcome. say anything because Chris... How does I a text feel? From Chris who said, are we doing
1: this? And just... The the God. worst part is last week at work, I messaged John said, so why are we seeing Creed 3?
2: Never I, once. I don't, never I don't remember, once. remember that. I don't remember seeing that, but I would have said as soon as you see Creed 2. I did. Uh, and I watched Our boy Acid
0: Sugar all the way up in the Northeast also said he'd
1: like to see Creed 3 with you. Yeah. And
2: in my in my defense, I was kind of – after the wreck Friday, I was kind
1: of zoned out. This was <laughs> uh, this was like Tuesday of last week I sent this to you. That doesn't change what I well, just well, said. You,
0: you, no matter what, John, You, if we would have got you together, it would have been a I mm-hmm. I told our friend Mike that – this was a lie. I told our friend Mike that I had secretly set you up to be the surprise guest to Creed 3. And the reason I told him this lie – is because he gassed us all up to go watch Creed and then just hit the eject button and deflated the whole thing Gotcha. So well, it was how, how was it, it real cool. quick it was
2: quite good yeah um, it's like it, it was it, it's like uh, it's like Rocky 3 and Dragon Ball Z had a baby.
0: What does that mean? Clubber
1: Lang um, and uh, Dragon Ball Z got it.
2: Not necessarily Kalabalang, but it's the whole storyline of you don't deserve what you've got. Look at yourself. You fix yourself up, handsome. You know that would you would you ever get Dragon me, Ball Z? No, no,
1: that's <laughs> in Rocky Three. Uh,
2: the the fight scenes, the fight scenes are, are inspired by Dragon Ball Z and 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 some other anime. I don't remember. Apparently, Michael B. Jordan's in the anime. Who knew?
0: Yeah, I was um, going to ask that but, question. What movie was Hulk Hogan in?
2: <laughs> but uh, Jonathan Majors, Final after three. seeing Ant Man. And after seeing this, Jonathan Majors in both films was mesmerizing on screen. He's is He is really something. He He is really something. Uh, I mean, to me, there wasn't a whole, it didn't seem like there would be a whole lot to this character other than a plot device to move the story forward. But he took this character and made something out of it. I swear, man, he's one of the most dynamic actors I've seen on screen in a long
0: time. Nice. Kudos you like to those. Would you go watch it again with us? Cause we still want to watch it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it again. I, I had, it was, I had some issues with it here and there, but, um, a second watch would probably be helpful to, nice. to look at. Nice.
0: We're about to make that happen. Eat some popcorn together, you know, some pop candy.
2: Oh, and there was a, uh, they called the fire department when I got to the theater.
0: Are you, did you run over like a black cat? Like what's ev- happening?
2: They, when I got, when I pulled up, they evacuated the, uh, building. Mm-hmm. I was having a bad week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, did you break glass? Like what? No, man.
2: I don't know what I did. I ran into a mirror, broke a mirror, ran under a
0: that's ladder. That's it. Something. You can't break mirrors, buddy. And you went under a ladder. But yeah. But we're all here now, all in one piece. Life is good. Um we hope that chris hit the record button button so far so we didn't just waste the last 20 mother 30 minutes up, 30 minutes yeah but thank you guys if you listen to the intro uh that means you kind of like hanging out with us like you're in, like you're in the room and we appreciate that and that's kind of why we do this uh to anybody who skipped this intro you don't know that you missed good times you'll see us in a minute in the topic time Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We have made it to the topic time of episode 394. Uh, whether or not you went to the, the time marker we gave you to get to here, or if you sat through that entire intro, regardless, we're all here. Let's get cozy. Let's turn down the lights. And now I'm going to do what I do best. Let let John tell it. And I'm going to shut up so Chris can do what he does best and introduce this
1: topic. The topic is so had to let that play
0: yeah you know why that's when you want to know why we want to fight you it's because you let your song go like two seconds longer than our songs because it's your song and that and that bothers you that's called pretentious Uh uh-huh and that's why we hate you
1: continue (laughs) okay Yeah, Sons of the Forest. Uh, Did not play The Forest, but this is the sequel to it. Was not really sure what the heck this game was. I thought this was like a rust, but with horror um, for the longest time, for some reason. what? I heard
2: it, too. I heard it, too. Horror. Horror.
0: With horror.
1: Yeah, last week, when I actually
0: heard you say that, that this was a sequel, I was like, wait, what? And so that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, But, you know, this has been... I said this this week. I knew though the Force was a very popular game on Steam, um, and I had heard Sons of the Force was coming. I didn't know when, but the one thing I knew in my mind was I was like, this game is going to come into out in early access, and whenever it happens, it's going to probably be played by a lot of people. And sure enough, <laughs> as John reported last week, uh, was it two million right people have already bought the game, and it had like pretty high concurrent user. Uh, data on Steam so it is definitely already a success as far as um, as far as the developer is concerned and that's really good concerning that again this is just the early access of the game it's not even uh, final but I have to say for someone who's never played the first game and has played a fair share of early access games man oh man this is one of the more polished ones I have seen In a while. Uh, I love a good polish. (laughs) 8.5. Which, uh, to the point of that, Kerbal Space Program 2 came out the same day, also in early access. And I I did play Kerbal Space Program 1. And apparently that game has got a ton of problems right now. uh, And is really pissing off the fan base from what I've read. So I held off on buying that until we get a little bit more finished copy of that. Totally thought you were just
0: mispronouncing Kirby's dreamland. No. gotta be honest. Thought you were mumbling. Nope. Didn't know there was a Kerbals. Yes.
1: Ker-bles. Yes. It's quite fun. Yeah. You put them on nice. spaceships. You realize you're not good with physics. You're not Neil deGrasse Tyson and they don't make it to space much like Japan did today. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Japan tried to launch a rocket today and it failed in second stage. So they had to blow it up. <laughs> This was right. We're only laughing because it was an unmanned rocket, Chris. Correct? Is that right? Yes. Okay.
0: Jesus, I thought Chris had done lost it. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Japan <laughs> failed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Suck it. No. <laughs> um. But. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what sold me on this was actually an art podcast I listened to. Um, and. Trader uh, alert! Trader alert! I've been listening to them long before we existed. This false. Podcast. We are the
2: first podcast Hashtag sellout.
1: Like what? Poser. (laughs) Uh, But the uh, person on the podcast described this, the opening to this is like, basically it's Jurassic Park three. And I was like, go on. Uh, And he said, instead, though, of being in a plane that crashes on an island (laughs) with dinosaurs (laughs) trying to rescue some rich people. Uh, you're instead a SWAT team in a helicopter that crashes on an island trying to rescue some rich people. So, you know, that's, that is the setup. And sure enough, as soon as you hit start on this game, you will find yourself, you're, you're in a helicopter with your other squad mates, right? You're all in tactical gear. You look like you're planning to go into execute a, uh, highly, you know, highly tactical mission and, you know, got your guns, gear, everyone's ready to go. You look it down at your laptop dossier and you see there's this uh rich couple called the Puffingtons, I believe is their name. And they have ha- the yeah, it's like something that are puzzling, uh something with a P, uh, which does play into the story uh as you go along. But uh them and their daughter, they've been missing for like two or three weeks. And of course, as soon as you close that that laptop, something hits the side of the helicopter, and next thing you know, we're free falling down. Boosh, crash. You're hanging in a tree. You see the, the, the pilot get out and uh, he's not too good at getting out of the, the helicopter. So he just falls about 50 feet to the ground. You're like, well, that's not good. Uh, then you look up and you do the classic, you know, grab the strap that you're hanging by you take the knife out. You wake up the first time. There's a mysterious guy in front of you with a gun, but luckily he doesn't shoot you. But when you wake up again, You find yourself in one of three locations on this island. There are three spawn points. The mountains, the beach, or the forest. And you quickly try to start making heads and tails between what the heck is going on here. How the heck you're going to survive. Where the hell are your teammates? Because the only person you see is that pilot on the ground. He doesn't look like he's having a fun time. His name is Kelvin. He's going... And there are buckets of gear around you that have spilled out of your helicopter. Right. So of course you start to go, you get a backpack, you start to gather these things. Eventually you go over to Kelvin, get him stood up. Kelvin, um, Kelvin at one point had a lot of career aspirations. You know, he was a pilot. He was on high, you know, high op missions to, to an Island. He seemed to have it all going for him. Let's just say Sean, that, is he talking about a game? <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that post Kelvin falling out of this this helicopter, Kelvin's running about 20% of where he used to be. <laughs> like, you know, Sean, you should be thankful. It was just road rash when you went down. Kelvin yeah, and is and,
0: a bro- and a broken bones, Chris. Don't leave out the broken yeah, bones. Yeah.
1: Kelvin is at best coming in at like making Forrest Gump look like a genius now. Uh isn't and- Kelvin like a uh like a measurement of some sort? It is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but luckily for you, Kelvin can still follow simple commands. So if you just take out a piece of paper and you write "Follow me" on it and slap it to his chest, he'll look at That's it right and he'll go, "Okay, yeah, I could do that." You know, follow. You, were you.
0: me about Kelvin. That's yes, right.
1: If you write, "Go pick some sticks up," Kelvin he'll go pick sticks up to his heart. Kelvin content, rules. You know. <laughs> Uh, He can even master things such as fishing for you, which is very helpful. Um, But yes, you're on this Island. You don't really know exactly why these people were on this Island. You don't know what this Island is, right? It just looks like something kind of straight out of the Pacific Northwest, right? Very tall redwood trees around you Uh, in the center is a very high mountain that has a snowy region. And then you also have beaches at the edge of it. (sighs) And really from here, I think the biggest thing that is probably going to determine how, where you go right away is, are you playing alone or are you playing with friends? Because I think if you're friends, the first thing that we do in these games, AKA tree punchers, is you figure out how do you punch the tree to get the resource to start building things so you could start improving your life, right? Right. You know, you start out with maybe just a basic hut and basic defense for the night. And then the next day you get a little bit more and you, you know, you build up. Or Oh, maybe you build a crafting bench, right? None of that is really required in this game.
0: Which is crazy because you thought this was going to be very, like you had mentioned, rust-like. And I'm still, I want to make a, this is history that has been made, by the way, Mm -hmm. as you continue your your topic. Mm -hmm. It's the first time you've ever said tree puncher and John didn't say anything about it. He just went with it. He finally gets it.
1: My thinking knows what three is if I, just, is. I
2: was pretending, I don't know what it means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I just keep going at 10,000 miles an hour, he can't stop me. That's my theory on this one. Okay. So I, for the, I've done a couple of starts on this because, you know, with this kind of game, something completely new, I didn't want to go read up on anything. Right. Um, I just wanted to see what is it like, how is it interacting with me? Uh, kind of like Sean, the way we did with Valheim last year. And it, it very much has that Valheim thing of just like, you never know what you're going to discover next. But whereas maybe the horror for us when we played Valheim was us going around the corner and going, what the hell's that big blue thing? We shouldn't probably go near that. And then Mike goes, no, I'm going near it. And then we all die. Um, Leroy and <laughs> this it's, it's a little bit different. Um, so you start as you know, you're starting in this basic area, you get a couple of things, right? You get, you get a backpack that comes with a, a hatchet, right? You've got some duct tape, maybe some battery, some pills so you can heal, heal yourself and maybe a couple of, uh, MREs, right? So that you can have some food for the first day, uh, in a tarp. And, Yeah, you got also a nice little guidebook that will show you how to craft things and also any
0: any condoms. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait.
1: is the guidebook different?
0: I guess it technically is than your dossier. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it's just like a a nice to. Like at first, it'll show you like half of it is like, hey, if you go and gather this kind of resource, you can use it to start building these things, and the other half of it is, hey, if you want, we can show you you can lay out like a prefab of something like a, a, a log cabin and it will tell you you're going to need to go get like 75 logs from the, from the forest to build this thing. And you just take those over and toss it the little prefab that's staying up there and it will slowly construct the cabin for you as you give it the resource it needs. Right. So which is really cool. It's really, like, really helpful early on to kind of understand how the building and all that works in my first couple of playthroughs in this, you know, as I said, I approached this just as I, I, I haven't played with someone yet. Um, but I just approached this as I would any other like Minecraft or something else. I'm like, build shelter, begin to do things. So I'm walking around this wood and I'm looking for food, you know, things like that and getting sticks and rocks and taking out my hatchet and chopping down the odd tree and like scouting out locations of like, where would this be good? Like, you know, obviously I want to build somewhere near water so I can have that every day and things like that. Also now nowhere I hear. yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I got headphones on. I don't get scared of games, you know, you know, like I'm famously the guy here who like when he plays resident evil or whatever, man. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. This like scares the hell out of me more because you're just on an island, you're like, I don't know what the (laughs) hell that is. (laughs) It's a son of the forest, right? And slowly, as I am gathering logs, I start to notice these the best way I could describe them is like feral humans, right? Like, at first, I thought they were ape people, but they're not, they're there are people that are pretty much just wearing loincloths and they've covered themselves in mud <laughs> and they're just kind of watching you and they're going back. And every now and then like the creepiest thing, they'll scurry up a tree and you'll be like, what the hell have I got myself into? And you know, at first they just like, as long as you don't do nothing, they're just kind of observing and curious. But what I started to realize is these people, apparently they're, they're the EPA. They hate, they're, they hate you know the people coming down to cut the forest or whatever uh, because as I cut down more and more and I'm like building a fence around there they just start coming up and getting closer and closer and eventually the second day one of them takes a swing at me and that's when I comes took at hat- you bro that's when I took my hatchet and swung it into his head and then about three or four more of them decided at that point okay, it's on hashtag Ellie <laughs> what? Uh, so, you know, I'm dealing with them and I'm kind of just going about it until the, uh, until about the third day when I get midday, I notice all of a sudden there's a different type. There's what I would find out is a cannibal and oh. he's just standing on the edge of like the field. That I'm building my, my structure and he's just staring at me. No. And you, he doesn't do anything. Tasty. You are tasty looking. He doesn't do anything. Right? He just stares and watches. Oh uh, uh, bro. And eventually, you know, like the thing is like there are roads on this island, right? Like you could tell. Where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> and I was close enough to a road. And I should have probably thought about that because I think that's how he stumbled on me. Was like he was just literally walking down the road and sees me. And, you know, goes from there. Uh he, but yeah, again, he does not attack. So I go continue you know feral humans come up every now and then they're agitated kelvin's going gathering sticks and rocks for me he's doing a great <laughs> i thing. forgot about kelvin for yeah. like half a second kelvin <laughs> kelvin's living his best life uh but kelvin's also very concerned when he saw the uh the cannibal he was he was not he kind of froze i don't for a know bit. how i feel about a cannibal just posted up on me in a field yeah um but i might have to water boy that that cannibal yeah as i said <laughs> done doing anything leaves We start getting near sundown, and I've just about got this fence completed and a cabin done and all that kind of stuff. And then the cannibals showed back up, and I said, plural this time, because there was about five of them, and they went straight for my fence and started attacking it (laughs) like it was the end of the world.
0: (laughs) I don't know how you – dude, how do you sit at the house and play these kind of games by yourself? I'd be a nervous wreck, and I'm in a house full of people and dogs.
1: I was thinking, I was like, maybe I could just go to bed. Maybe, maybe they'll just quit (laughs) at some point. And no, the thing is, if there's any kind of threat to you, it will keep waking you up. So I can't sleep. Wake me up. You know, like the resource, I think unless you turn it on, it's like an opt-in thing right now by default, or you go to the hard mode, right? Of the game. Um, You can't technically starve to death, right? Or, Or something, or dehydration to death. But what those things will do when you do not do things to like, you know, get enough sleep to get enough food and get enough water in you is it depletes your stamina, which therefore makes it harder to run away from things, makes it harder for you to fight because, you know, every swing of that ax takes a little bit of stamina from you. Right. And it also makes, I think your health when you get attacked, hit for a lot more damage than if you're like kind of, fully fit. Right. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, I kind of realized things were not going well and, um, I need oh, to rethink no. this. Um, so I played around and kind of did the same thing still. And I had an idea of how to get around it the second time. I was like, no, still, still isn't quite working. And I was like, wait, how about this third playthrough? I just play it different because I, I noticed like the thing that I noticed was it wasn't until, I started building that these two entities started caring about me, right? Right. Like you became um, a problem. And I think like this is like what's so interesting about this. I think if you're playing with friends, the goal is to build things, right? Like where Sean and I can be out there getting the logs and John can be maybe searching for certain other types of resources at little abandoned camps that you find, right? Um, And maybe Mike's setting up hunting traps for us, right? Like you could do that here. And the challenge might be over time to kind of, you remember, Sean, like how we would do, like where in Valheim, we build ourselves like a village, right? We had a couple of houses. We had a main lodge for our stuff. And at the same time, it was defended enough like when things came through, we all had the ability to kind of rally and use our resources to repel it and then Rebuild up the defenses once again um, so that we could journey into the forest by yourself, though. It's a completely different thing because it's just it's really hard to go and manage all that by yourself. So the, the third time when I played this game, I more so just approached it as a guy who was stranded on an island. Right. I had a tarp and every day I could take that tarp and I could put two little tree logs up and that would be my tent. And I would sleep there and I would take it down in the morning. Um, I would build a fire every night to cook my fish and my my rabbits and whatever else I'd caught. And I really started using the other thing that you get when you start in the game, which is a GPS. And that GPS has points of interest on there, right? And I started going through and sometimes I would come up and it would just be like, kind of like the survey stuff that you see for like when people are gonna build stuff. And I would be like, why is this a point of interest? And I would look down and say shovel. And I would be like, oh, I need a shovel to get here. So I need to go find a shovel somewhere on this Island. Well, you know, I keep exploring and eventually I come to a point of interest that looks like a cave. And when I drop down into it and I start going to explore it, all of a sudden there's a hatch. And I was like, ah, this game is lost. Now I'm in. Now I'm in one hundred freaking percent.
0: When he says "lost," Johnny's talking about the greatest TV show of
1: ever of all. False. And it's in here that you start to realize one: there's a lot more going on. Like you know, it's not just these crazy cannibals and ferals. There's there's a whole. We gotta go story back. <laughs> um, but you know, you start to expand out and get new tools, and and it becomes this thing where. You have all these points of interest in caves throughout the map that you can go to and hunt for both resources like, you know, uh, stuff to eventually make armor or to make uh, time bombs. I've got like 30 watches that are sitting back at my in my backpack right now that I could just use to make a time bomb whenever I want. Um, you can find like a 3D printer to make things like, you know, arrows Um, and, uh, other, you know, kind of like tech mesh, which can be used again for armor and things like that. But more importantly, eventually you can get to the point where you start to feel ballsy and you don't just go into the points of interest caves, which generally lead you to hatches. You can go into actual caves themselves. And John, as you being the horror fan of the show, I I think you would love and both be terrified by this because they go 100% like this is where the horror factor is. There are things in those caves that are creepy as hell to look at and they are hard to manage because <laughs> like it does everything like where you can have a, a torch in one hand, and your hatchet in the other, but that torch only really gives you so much light, you know, mm-hmm. like it's as that torches circle. do or you can do like I do. And eventually, find a flashlight. Get a flashlight, and yeah. And that makes life a little bit better. Except, it ain't like an endless freaking flashlight. It runs on batteries.
0: Yeah, but how, Doug,
1: and it better, dude. It better not run out in like five minutes.
2: Survival yeah. horror batteries or just regular batteries? Right. Regular horror battery 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 battery, battery survival horror three survival horror batteries and last two minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like when you're when you're in the like deep, who? when you're in the deep darkness of these caves, and you yeah. Know, um, and that and all your of, junk off and you like look up and you see some creepy thing off in the distance and you're like, uh Oh, because you then just start to see the flickering. You're like, Oh no, that's, that's when you th- turn around and run. But that's the thing. These things, these underground caverns, they're, they're fun, but they are terrifying in a way that you have like, so as I said, when you're on the main island, you have your GPS, right? And you can kind of guide and figure out where you are when you go in the caves, that doesn't work. And the fact of the matter is there's no good lighting in here, no matter how you cut it. And they are huge. And like to get some of the like key items in this game that you're going to need, like where you're going to hit a wall as far as if you want to see progression in the story. Right. You have to keep going down. So like at first I was like, Oh, this isn't so bad. You know, and it was a couple of like these weird goon guys that don't have a face. They're just running around going, rawr, 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 and they come up to you and you swing away at the hatchet. And you're like, yeah, thanks. Then we got to, uh, to walking around snatch guy. Like he's got a big snatch Wait, snatch. Yeah. Like snatch. Uh, and he, oh. he sits there and he can shoot things at you and he can come up and go like, snatch attack. And. And that wasn't fun. The creepiest of all, I think probably was the little babies that fling themselves at you. Um, That was when I started to get a little disturbed because I was murdering babies. It wasn't a clinic. Um, (laughs) Chris rock joke. (laughs) How did we not bring that up? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, um, anyways, uh, you know, but, I keep going down and like, yeah, further and further <laughs> into this. And like, as you keep going down, the art thing is they're branching paths and you kind of have to decide which way am I going to go on this? I mean, like you could easily spend a whole day cycle and then some in one of those caves, just trying to find everything. And because it's so dark, unless you're like really scurrying every little part of the ground, you can easily miss some pretty good items that you can pick up in there. Um, So, you know, it's, it's some work to go through those things, but it is a blast because I I mean, it, it's just like it. I said for years, I wanted a lost video game and I was like, Oh, this is kind of it. Like there's mystery. Like every now and then I'll find a piece of paper on the ground and I'll read it and it will give me, some idea of like the company that had this island and things they were doing on it. I'll find things like within the world itself, where when I start looking around, I'm like, this, this doesn't seem to fit in with everything else that's going on this island. And then I'll discover something else. And it will tell me from a big picture view of like what I'm walking on at that moment. And I'll just be amazed. I'm like, Oh, okay. That explains why I saw X, Y, and Z over here or why this was happening. But, yeah, it was a blast. And, like, the thing is you could do that, and I've never once since I've gone into this mode of the game had to deal with the cannibals or or the feral humans, right? Uh, it was completely optional. But I also feel like now, because I've gathered so much resource and built up so much equipment over time, right, Mm-hmm. That if I wanted to now, now would be the point where I could go and spend like two or three days on this island scouting locations and go, that's the dream home for this village. And, and you know, start to craft things that make it a lot easier for me to build up something by myself and maybe manage things, you know, like, uh, I don't know, a gun. That would be a nice thing to have to deal or with. Or Calvin. You. Yeah. Calvin is. You Calvin, know, sorry. I've I'll be honest in this playthrough with Kelvin. I pretty much let Kelvin become one with the wild every now and then he shows up and I'm like, Hey, Kelvin, um, they're in there.
2: Is that like Dwight's cousin, (laughs) Moe's pretty much welcome to Moe's
1: the, there are other NPCs in here. I won't spoil them, but they're quite weird. Um, but also Melvin. quite helpful. <laughs> uh, quite helpful if you can get them recruited to your cause. Um, and you know, it's been fun. Like I've I've found out so far, I haven't come close to beating it because I I know there's certain precise items I have to get and go to places in order to trigger the ending. Um, which I've heard there's multiple endings to the game, and I've heard that um, it, this is. Kind of a criticism that there are issues, glitches with that. That seems to be the part that maybe either they have audio glitches with it or they just haven't put everything into it since they're not 1.0, right? So a lot of people are saying don't even worry about that right now, as far as getting in the ending, but more so just enjoy being in this world. And uh, you know, I, I have to say it's been it's been a blast. I haven't had any tech problems. Playing this game, um, but you have a forty ninety, so that's good. I, I I will say that, like I've heard, like I, I watched the IGN guy, he has a thirty eighty, and he right. was he had said he had parts where he had slowed down. So it does seem like there at least, uh, you know, op, some form of optimization issues at certain little points within yeah. the game. Um, from a tech perspective, the the island just looks beautiful in this, and I mean like the just like it it feels like a real place, right? Like, you know, you can feel it's different when you're moving from the beach area into the forest to the different sides, like where, if there happens to be a large lake versus where if it's just trees and then when you go up into the mountain, that's also, it's a unique thing. There's also seasons in the game, like about every, you can speed them up. I think by default, I think it's like every five days, you advance to a season. So you start in summer, then you go to autumn winter. And of course, like the world changes, uh, you know, when you get to winter, all the vegetation, so like berries and plants, all that has died off. And there's also, you know, if there are animals on the Island that are more prone to hibernate in the winter, right. You won't see them out. Um, five days and, and you kind of also, you have to worry in theory, you have to worry about your, your body heat too. But again, it's more of, It's not going to kill you. It's just going to more so hinder you and make it a nuisance. So it's not like like Breath of the Wild, for example, if you try to go up a snow mountain without proper gear, you die. (laughs) Yeah. You know, in this game, you don't just eat three red chilies and then you're fine for five minutes until you find the gear. Yeah, but you got to move for those five minutes, dog. You do. Legit. Um, I'm guessing, of course, you could go to the higher difficulties and then it would be, you know, you better go find some winter clothing or die. Um, <laughs> I will say Mike makes a good point. Um, unless you're wait, going, wait, wait, what, 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 what did you what, just say? What Mike, is
2: today's date?
1: <laughs> I mean, I you're talking about our real
0: life friend, Mike. Yeah. Uh, the
1: former Ryan leaf
0: of this show.
1: He makes a good point in the sense of like, if you are a single person, once you find one of these, um, hatches, there are often w- beds in them which is nice because it definitely guarantees you you can, you know, rest and get a full night's rest and all that kind of stuff and still build a fire in there, all that kind of stuff. But it does kind of take out any worry of repercussion, right? Like there's never a point, like once you got into those that something's going to come down there and kill you, at least from what I've seen. So like, you know, it'd be interesting to see if over time they could maybe, I don't know, you know, patch something in where that AI is smart enough to go in there. Um, so, you know, things like that, there are little gimmicks where I'm like, yeah, this still could be improved, but I have to say, I get why people probably are so heavily in this game because like I said, you can have the whole entire single player survivor, uh, explore the mountain type thing and find out what the mystery of everything is. But, but, I think the main thing, like for the people who played this game religiously, the first one now I've moved on to this one. It's probably that idea of like, I, I could see how it is. Cause I've seen some creations like seven people. Like if you get to the, the top level, which is a chainsaw, right. As far as, you know, uh, being able to cut down trees, you can make some masterpieces and build them because the building is kind of all snapped to a grid right? And you can kind of see where it's going to be. The good thing too, is that unless something is being supported by it, you can easily remove a piece and then replace it somewhere else. Right. Um, it's very easy to do. Like if you build a wall and you want a door, it's not like you have to build the door piece first or something. It's more so you build a wall and then you'll see a shape within the wall that looks like a door. And if you choose to cut it, that it will cut out the door shape for you. It's very easy to kind of get the basics down for it and then get very creative. And I mean, you can not just even building on regular land, you can also build in the trees and have tree houses. I've seen people build a whole, uh, use the winter season to basically build wood planks out on the lake. And then, so that when in the summer hit they just had a floating house on the lake that none of the uh cannibals could get to um pretty much because they had it well there was like only one entry point right right Um, so you know things like that like that's where i see like why people play this game for a very long time also the resources whenever you whenever you like respawn into your game they'll always replenish so those secondary things that aren't natural just like rocks and wood and all that berries but like batteries duct tape um you know three survival stuff yeah like the things to get the higher stuff like those will respawn so you can go out there and replenish every time you go do these things and, and not run out of supplies
0: are there are there
1: batteries and duct tape in village
0: So I gotta survive that way. Uh, um
2: no. Okay. No. Cool. There's there's I think there's like um machine parts. Did you even oh. play
0: the game? I did not. <laughs> yeah, Chris, I see you just acknowledge uh you're you're kind of the review is amazing. It actually makes me wonder why I didn't play this game. I had said that in a while. Yeah. Shout out to Pluto, a first time chatter who is stopping. This is just a reminder, we are live at Twitch. And uh, first time stopping in, just wanted to say real quick, they uh, they love the show.
2: First time, long time. Uh, first time,
0: long time. And good night to Pluto, because Pluto, like I hit it and split it, he's out.
1: Hit it and split it. <laughs> um, last little tidbit I'll leave this because I think Johnny'll like this. One of my favorite things. I was going up the side of a mountain, and love it. I love it. It's amazing. I love it too. The f- <laughs> I see this weird thing that looks like just a pile of human skin.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What? Wh- why would I love that? And I walk
1: up that? and I started walking. I'm like, what the heck is this? And all of a sudden it wasn't just one. It was like four of them. They pop up and I realize it's the feral humans hiding and blending into the rock face by using human skin. <laughs> and they screamed at me Rah! and ran away. <laughs> And the funny thing is, if you want, John, you can cut the uh, skin off of creatures and wear that, too. So you can do that. Can you eat? Can you eat people? You very much can. So is this a John game? I don't know. Um, I think you would have fun, especially like if we played together. I I definitely think you would have fun. What was the name? The
0: the game we were making like hamburgers with people. What game was that? Ravenous, Ravenous devils. Oh yeah, yeah. This is like that on steroids. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a blast. I really am. Um, my, I'm hoping to get a couple of friends. Jeff's inquired about this game. Mike, Mike tried it, but didn't want to wait for me uh, to play. So he's already moved on to dying light too. So I think I've already lost him. But I've got one or two other friends who are looking. And if you guys get to, hey, let's get together and. We'll play it. From my understanding, the servers work great, so you know that's good. <laughs> Always like to hear that when it comes to uh, these kind of games. You never know what you get online. Really, I, I guess we're we uh, Is it? Do we then? officially
0: ask you if you're ready to? I think I'm ready. Toss a uh, toss a Richard out there.
1: I. Would say that right now, Sons of the Forest, at least early access Sons of the Forest, is probably an 8.5. Yeah. I called it. I'm from the future. You can't just. Yeah, on the say playback.
0: On the playback, you'll hear me at the beginning of this say 8.5 out of the blue. Mm-hmm. That's what's up.
1: You're not I'm good at predicting the them, though, because you all thought I was going to, like, for some reason, was going to trounce like dead space. And I was like nine. Could you hear you also last week? You thought I was going to give call of you? the mountain a 10
0: and I didn't. So you're not good from that either.
1: I said, I knew, I like. knew it would be a nine or higher. Boom.
0: Daka Laka,
1: He's on fire. Right. But yeah, 8.5, uh 30 bucks. I, I would tell people, cause I'm sure the price is going to go up whenever um this hits. I kind of like minecraft did. Yeah. So like at the very least, if you are interested in this, Go grab it now, and you know, maybe try it for a little bit. And if you want to wait to maybe be optimized and all that kind of good stuff, just let it sit. And then when one point comes out, you have the game. And you didn't have to pay sixty bucks for it on day one of its official release, which is pretty cool. Nice, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. Shout out once again.
0: Shout out once again to the news team that that you know week in and week out delivers. Let me tell you, um, just like this first piece of news we're going to read, and it, it it's titled "They Want a Trilogy," right? So, Star Wars Jedi Survivor director uh, Stig Asmussen, yep, has expressed. Desire, I'm losing it. Has expressed the desire to make Cal Kestis's journey a trilogy of games. I would totally be down for that. By the way, yeah. This, huh? Yeah. You too? Is it? Yeah, yeah. They should have called him Cal Kestis. They should have called him Stig Asmussen. Stig Asmussen's. This would <laughs> I've got the chuckles. This would be <laughs> a third and final game could be expected from respawn, assuming the second game doesn't tank. Hmm. In fact, sequel discussions were already being held back in um, being had held already being had back in 2019 after the release of the first game game. <laughs> I'm struggling. And this quote, I mean, frankly, we were talking about beyond. And these are conversations that when we're breaking the story with Lucasfilm, it's like, well, where are we going to go with the second game? I always wanted to see this as a trilogy. How can we take Cal and the crew to new places beyond what we were doing in the first game? We had a pretty decent idea of time frame where we wanted Survivor to take place, what the stakes were going to be, what the tone to the game was going to be, what Cal was going up against, and how the crew was going to factor into all that. And there's ideas of what we could do beyond that as well. And that's the end of the quote. And as you just heard, I think we're all excited if there was a possibility of trilogy as long as the second game does it. suck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's probably my favorite Star Wars game since uh, Knights of the Old Republic, way back.
0: Mine since uh, Unleashed, Force Unleashed. Mm.
2: I've, I've started it four times. I can't get into it. Really?
0: And it's a Metroidvania, technically. Yes, it's the game is. Am- do you, do you know why? Could you give any any theories? It sucks. I kind of
2: just no. It's it's not the game. It's not the game. I think I just kind of missed my window to play it when we were covering right. it, and it's right. just it's just one of those games. It's hard to. I'll get to it. I mean, right. I have to. I need to play it because right. I definitely want to.
0: Right. 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 <laughs> conversation fillers, right yeah understandable yeah sure yeah yeah <laughs> you need to quit sucking and play it john but don't don't like feel like this is a crunch to get all the games done you know what i mean
2: oh my goodness <laughs> yeah hey speaking of crunch we <laughs> all know that wolves never crunch oh who knows what the heck that means
0: i don't i don't know
2: well telltale games knows uh, they have announced that its anticipated sequel to the Wolf Among Us I think Chris has played this is being delayed no, you did not <laughs> uh, is is uh, being delayed out of 2023. this is being done in an effort to avoid crunch and team burnout. This change will also support a move over to Unreal Engine 5 and according to CEO Jamie O'Tilly, quote making games is difficult. Oh, there's more, and they need time to be right, and it doesn't do any of us any good to ship something that's not ready. "End quote." We look forward to what the game has in store in twenty twenty four. I thought 24? you. I thought you'd played this, Chris. I apologize. near this?
1: it's like of the OG Telltale games. It's probably the only one I didn't play. I want to say this game. I hate to be this guy that brings
0: this up, but I think it was also a hit in VR.
2: Interesting, I did not
0: know that. I think I could be thinking of another game, so I'm trying. My phone apparently says, "Screw you, Sean! I don't care that you're on the- live on the internet right now. and You need an answer from Google, so I'll go to my this." Um, Telltale
2: games I- have been s- the games I've always had a hard time playing. I just I tried The Walking Dead. And got about 20 minutes in and I had to stop. I just I, I just didn't understand why this
0: game ran so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I do
0: think it was on VR and and then when I Google it, of course, if you type in the words Among Us at all, yeah. that's gonna take precedent over the wolf among us True. for sure.
1: So it is what it is, boys. Maybe but, they'll uh, have you know, maybe they'll have crossplay for it. Why would they? I mean... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I got nothing else. Why
0: would they do that, you know? It's not like it's Redfall or anything.
1: Uh, (laughs) Speaking of Redfall and crossplay, according to new reports, you will be able to play Redfall with your friends regardless of what platform you play on, as Arcane Studios has confirmed that crossplay will be available on all platforms. In addition, according to Arcane, depending on the size of your party, you'll see changes in the sort of enemies you encounter... How strong they are compared to solo and the frequency of elite traits. You won't have to wait much longer as Redfall will drop on May 2nd. So, John, you could play on your Xbox and I could play on my PC and we I'm, could have a grand old time.
2: I'm playing on my PS5, and I'm not going to be playing with anybody who's not playing it on their PS5.
1: Oh, do you have Riffle? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. And Nier does PS5. That's I know, right? Oh,
0: (laughs) I was confused because I'm also only playing it on PS5. Now that I get the joke,
1: (laughs) I can't wait though. Um, There was yeah, I'm
2: I'm excited about this one.
1: Yeah, they had a trailer a couple of who knew I was excited
2: about an Arcane game. (laughs)
1: There was a trailer a couple weeks ago, like when I realized that it wasn't really a Left for Dead game. And it was more of a Borderlands type thing that I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I could definitely yeah. be down with this.
2: What's wrong, Sean?
1: Did I pass out? It yeah. feels like y'all aren't currently talking about Redfall anymore.
0: Oh, we are.
2: Yeah, we're, we're talking about Redfall. Okay.
0: How y'all doing? <laughs> You're <laughs> in an accident. I no, I, I really was. I, I, it's three years ago, man. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I, I was delayed. This is amazing. That's what you said about Hogwarts Legacy, day in and day out at this point. Hogwarts Legacy has been out for a while now. However, John just now thinks the game is awesome. Uh, (laughs) The game has been further delayed, though, on PS4 and Xbox One, all the way to the day after Star Wars Day, May 5th, 2023. Mm -hmm. The news was shared via the Hogwarts Legacy's Twitter account, stating that the original April 4th date was not enough time for the team to deliver the, quote, best possible experience.
1: Hmm.
0: As the quote continues, we're overwhelmed with gratitude for the response to Hogwarts Legacy from fans around the globe and for podcast host John. The team is working hard to deliver the best possible experience on all platforms, and we need more time to do this. That's the end of the quote. Sadly, though, there was no mention of the Switch version, Uh, or maybe not sadly. Maybe they got that one locked up, uh, which is set to release on July 25th.
1: I don't know how this game's going to work on last gen, personally.
0: Why? Mainly, it's
1: awesome on next gen. Yeah, mainly. Two and a half years old. The main thing I'm thinking of is Hogwarts itself, right? And when you move between the doors, where it's a combination of the, you know, like that point. Like once you open the doors and you go into a courtyard, you can get on your broom and you can take off. Right? You're in the open world as far as the game is concerned at that point. Um, and I just don't know how well that's going to load, knowing how those systems work, right, with the uh, old hard drives. Uh, that seems to me like, you know, like, what are you going to do? Like, get to the door, and you're going to sit there for 30 seconds while <laughs> the map starts to load. Um, obviously, I well, it's think
2: it's funny, even the even the some of the doors in Hogwarts mm-hmm. will, will spin as I'm trying to go into another room for, for my, like two seconds, oh, wow. it'll
1: spin. Yeah.
2: Probably doesn't happen on your 3090, 4090,
1: 4080. Yeah.
2: 4080.
1: 40, <laughs> yeah. One day you'll get it right. But I don't know. It's just like when I read best possible experience, I'm thinking you're going to make this where there's not going to be a lot of visibility. There's probably going to have to be a ton of popping, right? Just because of how this is. I wouldn't even realize it or be surprised if they put like a cap of how high you can go up on the broom just. For the sake of like being able to generate the world.
2: Wired magazine who gave this game a one out of 10 said this looked like a last gen game.
1: That's true. In fact,
2: they said it looked like an Xbox 360 game.
1: Yeah. Which means it can run on a switch. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Um, But yeah, I don't don't, know. I don't
2: personally see any, I mean, honestly, you're obviously going to have to have some trade off with the, with the last gen version, but I don't see, I don't see them not being able to do it. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. they're going to be able to get a product out there. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that.
1: I guess what I should say is like, I think it, I, I'm not going to say it's going to be as bad as say cyberpunk was right. Like I'm not, I'm not ready to say that, but I'm just right. saying, I think those people who, if you've been a person who doesn't have a next gen system, yeah. Right. And you've been watching Twitch videos for the last month of people mm-hmm. getting in there. I do think there's going to be an initial pushback for those people buying on these systems that maybe have an expectation of what they're getting and what they probably get. Because, yeah, there's going to have to be a trade off. I don't know what it is. Like I said, it might just be how much you fly up and it when you're flying, the world might be very not detailed, very low res, right? As far as beneath you until you get very close. And even then it might take five, 10 seconds for everything to kind of load in <laughs> and look effectively good. Um, maybe they slow you down on your broom overall. I don't know, you know, but obviously there's going to be some things up oh, may they change the way that Hogwarts works where you can't take off the courtyard when you're there, right? Like you have to, ground a specific location right outside the grounds and then go into Hogwarts. Cause it has to load. I don't know.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Where did Sean go?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe he got folded back into something. I think that's you.
2: <laughs> it might be. Hold on.
1: Yeah.
2: One, two, three.
1: Yeah. It's me. That's
2: I hate it, it when it gets folded back in though. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> especially for Irish guys. Um, Luminous Productions, the developer behind Forspoken, will be absorbed back into Square Enix, Enix to continue work on AAA games. According to a recent Twitter post, quote, beginning on May 1st, our talented team will join Square Enix to deliver new, innovative gaming experiences to players across the globe. Between now and then, we remain entirely focused on Forspoken. We are currently working on the previously announced patch to address overall game performance and the dlc
0: we all like a good
2: patch in Tanta, we trust is on track for release this summer thank you again for your patience and support sean i don't want to put you on the spot but chris was talking about if, if you if we want to go if you want to if we can go back to the previous topic chris was showing concern about the ps4 uh xbox one version of hogwarts legacy do you think there's anything to worry about there
0: but how? Yeah, it's gonna look. I kind of I, I kind of agree with him. Because, I mean, the game just seems like it chugged a little bit in spots, even on the PS5, mm-hmm. and it's supposedly optimized. And you can choose performance mode versus blah blah blah. Uh, so I, I, I am not trying to be ugly. Sometimes you just gotta not put a game on a previous system. I understand we're in a weird place because we had a pandemic and certain things weren't available to get for the longest time. But there are like millions of us who have PS5s. Like, yeah, Sean, I know immediately there's more that have PS4s and Xboxes, but I mean, there is, you're putting a lot of stress on this team now to make sure it works right. And then you're going to give them a bunch of crap if it doesn't. You know, uh, I do think there is some concern, but I'm excited to see it uh, happen for those who need it. And I'm, I'm tired of seeing the coming soon uh, box at GameStop for uh, Hogwarts Legacy on Switch. Can it just be here now?
2: I'd actually want to. I'd actually, if it if it's uh, if it if it's good, I'd like to just go ahead and buy it on Switch. That'd be cute. But Mm. for Spoken, as we've uh, read this bit of news, the developer behind that is going to get sucked back into Square Enix and be like, "Yeah, you didn't really do nothing for us." I still plan to play this game at some point. uh, Maybe if it goes on sale. But uh, what are you eating? It looks delicious, especially in your mouth. Tacos.
1: Tacos. Uh, yeah i don't know uh because i think
2: i think in the beginning of the year this might have been one of my most anticipated i think mm-hmm. and i still want to give it a chance if the price is right because she's because she's fine but um <laughs> i always thought look i always thought it looked cool so I, I i wish the team um best of wishes um Hopefully they get another chance to do something like this in the future, but it doesn't look good it's, for them. It's not like they're going away, but you
1: hmm. know, it almost it, seems like a punishment. It's one of the weirdest tales because, you know, this is the studio that did Final Fantasy 15, right? And this is why they got to make this studio was Final Fantasy Fifteen success and how well it was received. And I will say, I think people often forget in the lead up to that how many delays Final Fantasy Fifteen went under and like the rebranding of it because it was, I believe, Final Fantasy something else. Uh, I can't remember what it was called originally um, before they rebranded it as Fifteen. And even with this, yeah, thank you, Mike. Versus like thirteen versus wasn't it? <laughs> Or something like that um but it was yeah yeah mike said it was final fantasy 13 versus it's like even here you know i would love to hear the tales of what went on because i know like i don't think we'll get a lot of that just because it's japanese culture and they're very tight-lipped versus you know a lot of the western developers once if things go bad and people get away, usually you start to get more details of what went on behind the scenes. The only thing I've heard for this was like Gary widow was on the original premise of this game. As far as Ooh. setting up things, he's done a lot of big games and like, he was like, yeah, I wrote the <laughs> initial thing and I went away and they came back and wanted me to rewrite things. And I said, based on new things, they changed. And he said, now I'm good. And he backed out then. So, you know, it's, Apparently, this game changed a lot during development. <laughs> and, and I'm sure there's an interesting story behind it. But I don't know. Yeah. I hope they all don't get laid off, but I'm sure it's not going to go well for some of them at least. If they
2: get some if they get la- laid off, some of them might file charges.
1: Ooh, well, the CWA filed some charges, charges, guys. That stands for the communication workers of America. John's favorite. Uh, they have filed unfair labor practice charges against Bobby Kodak, everyone's favorite CEO. After two quality assurance workers were terminated back in February, the news comes by way of Kotaku that the employees were fired for using, quote, strong language in protest of Activision's decision to make some of its employees work from the office for at, last, at least three days a week. That's funny.
0: <laughs> Close to home.
1: Uh, two QA, quote, two QA testers expressed their outrage uh, using strong language in response management set up disciplinary meetings where both workers were fired in response to the employees' engagement in protected, inserted, in union activity. I think this is why uh, they didn't want a union, John.
2: <laughs> well, I'd be curious to know what, um, what their case is, like, you know, like w- – they, they they got fired for using
1: mm-hmm.
2: strong, abusive language. I, I, I'm not sure. I'd be interested to know what their angle is when it comes to filing charges against taking action against people's actions that were probably against company, written down company policy. I'd be curious to know what that's all about.
1: Well, I guess the union is saying that they're protected uh, with this as a union activity. I guess I don't know what their agreement is, right? That would be the question for some lawyers to figure out. Oh, the activity
2: or, itself. I am sure yeah. they're I'm sure it's protected that they weren't they weren't fired because they were organizing a union and protesting. They were hmm. fired because of abusive foul language. Yeah. Towards probably management at the company. I don't know. Somebody's got to have
1: it on their iPhone. Yeah. Anybody film it? <laughs> Did anybody get it on their iPhone? I have no idea. You know, but like I said, I'm sure some lawyers will get in there and they'll arbitrate this and hopefully they'll get some money, you know, and they'll move on with their lives. I guess that's probably about the best you can hope for. if you're them. My
0: man says some lawyers will get in there and arbitrate
1: this. <laughs> that's what they He's do. He's not wrong. He's yeah, not wrong. Love a good arbitration. Yeah. Uh, I love success.
0: I was going to say that too, Chris, that my thing that I like is success. A rush. Much like Hi-Fi Rush. A rush
1: of success, Sean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Quit walking over my Segway before I...
1: Beat you I will come at worship. you.
0: I'll come at you. I won't sit next to you at lunch again.
1: You Hi-Fi weak Rush.
0: Weak <laughs> huh?
1: You have a weak arm. And I know which one it is.
0: <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush has officially <laughs> surpassed 2 million players, according to Bethesda. Uh, also, according to a recent tweet, 2 million players have moved to the beat of Hi-Fi Rush. Hey. the game shadow dropped on january 25th uh due to to this news it is clear that tango gameworks their gamble to release this way has clearly
1: paid off boys yeah i i know they can't do it with everything but microsoft should do this a lot more like you know that's one of the powers of game pass where if it's not starfield right if it's not redfall that's perfect because i feel like microsoft for whatever reason a lot of their stuff gets crucified in preview coverage over time and like if there's ever a delay or anything so it's like hey just keep it for these smaller things i would say that's the right call like if you've got a good feeling about it keep it hidden and then wait till developer direct or whatever and say hey it's out today go play it and yeah. I mean it makes us it makes us happy when we see things like that we get excited yeah. and then when it's good we're like really excited. Exactly. That's going to be fine though Tango Softworks now never makes another horror game. <laughs> they're and like just, that's it. Cash now. Peace. They're just, they're just the anime music beat game studio now. Tango. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I, I well, could, oh, is
0: it that time? I will say this if you uh if you want to see something early we got some good news for you.
1: Find me this week, because it's Mario. Is this me? Yeah, it's you. You
2: want to see it early?
1: <laughs> I would like to, but my friend John probably won't invite me to go see it. I yeah, probably won't give me. Yeah.
2: You see the abuse I get, ladies and gentlemen?
1: Yeah actions have consequences
2: well i hope they i hope they enjoyed ant-man uh the super mario brothers movie will be hitting theaters two days earlier than expected now coming on april 5th before all that happens the movie will be given the spotlight in a special nintendo direct presentation taking place on march 9th for some reason which will reveal the final trailer for the film With the movie just around the corner, the film director has further assured us that Chris Pratt is perfect casting for this role, saying, quote, he's really good at playing a blue collar hero with a ton of heart. For the way that Mario was characterized in our film, he's perfect for it. Further, people on the project have defended Pratt's performance, saying, quote, when people hear Chris Pratt's performance, the criticism will evaporate, end quote. I hope so. I hope so, too. Um, I am super excited
1: for this movie.
2: Somebody said to me, uh, what is up with people hating Chris Pratt? I don't get it. And I go, I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) There's something people just don't like him. Well, there's certain, certain (sighs) segments of the social media population that don't like him.
1: I think it, I think it's mainly, he's just been so many big things like the last 10 years. Overexposure is not the right word, but it's kind of in that ballpark. Like, People were excited way back when it was, like, Andy Dwyer's going to be in Guardians, right? Because about the only other thing that... And people still didn't know him was Lego Movie, right? But then he did that. And then he was in Jurassic World. And then, you know, from there, like, yeah, another Lego Movie. And more Guardians movies. And Avengers movies. And, you know, all these things that came to Prime. And all that. And it's like, I think it just... (laughs) You know, I feel bad for him because it's like, I'm sorry you're successful. It's, it's not and,
0: fair. Yeah. Because there's, <laughs> there's other examples I can't think of them right now because I'm enjoying tacos and cheese and <laughs> rice. But like rice. like other people we see all the time. We just mentioned Jonathan Majors, right? Yeah. We can see him in every movie and be happy with it. But for some reason, Chris Pratt just that guy that people are like him again. And yeah. it's not fair.
2: The guy yeah. is hilarious. I mean, he's. He's a natural comedian. I mean, he's funny off the cuff. I mean, he, he just he, the, the, some of the best outtakes of *Park, park and Recreation* are from him. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you know, but I don't know. I, people just like it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like Mario. I'm like, number one, it kind of sounds like Mario. And what does Mario sound like when you have to have constant dialogue from the character yeah. who never has constant dialogue?
1: It's they they make it sound like he's doing the equivalent of well excuse me princess for exactly. for Zelda and it's not it's like yeah. based on that description right there you know why he, they hired him they said he's really good at playing a blue collar hero with a ton of heart that is his character in you know Parks and Rec it's his character kind of. in the Lego movies uh kind of, yeah. it's I mean even to a different way it's his character in Jurassic World you know and all that. It, so it's like all I took away even from that, this. Even that
2: Amazon sci-fi movie he did, he was a teacher.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, right?
0: The <laughs> and Tomorrow he saves War. the world. That man. movie was really good. I thought so. I, loved I liked it movie.
1: till the last act, but it wasn't bad. I don't watch movies in acts, Chris. I just like the movie. The last you know, so act. Make it better? the last act? Well, you see, in structure, <laughs> we didn't go to film school like Chris did, John. You don't need to go to film school. You just need to be in a high school play.
0: <laughs> I wasn't in a high school play either. Chris,
1: we you know you were play? the cool kid. Chris, I was with no, Chris Pratt in high school, school play.
0: I was kind of a nerd, but I also kind of was cool. Chris, were you in a high school play? <laughs> I was. Was it a musical? You were a it was thespian. Not. It was
1: not. <laughs> I have were been musical, so. De-
2: you were a thespian. I was. You know, how I, I I long have like I known you, good, Chris? Too. What was the play? Uh, the last Death, one I did Death was Chris salesman.
1: No, it was Christmas Carol. I played Ebenezer You mean the Scrooge. last one you did? He that played Scrooge. I did.
0: He played Scrooge. Makes sense.
1: Good cast. Hey, shout out what, to the what was the, director. Uh,
2: what was the other plays? We got time. What was the other plays?
1: I've been in Music Man. Uh, Cats. <laughs> no, I've been Carousel, The King and I, Sound of Music. 846,300. Um, I have criticism. not been in Rent. <laughs> have not been Rent, no.
2: I've <laughs> known you for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it. New to me, guys. Dude, that's what I was going to say a minute ago.
1: Yeah. How long have I known you, Chris? For real. I played Harold Hill in The Music Man.
0: Hank's brother. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what the fuck? I'm
2: looking. I'm looking forward to this movie so much. Can't wait. Me too.
0: Kind of like I want to see old archival footage of Chris playing Ebenezer Scrooge.
1: Those are. There isn't a VHS that, that I know of, but there are VHS of me like in in Music Man. Uh, uh, I don't I don't normally do
0: this, but I have to strongly disagree with Huck right now. So when I say Huck, ladies and gentlemen, Huck is on Twitch. Huck chimes into this conversation John and I just had with Chris and said that's on us for not asking Chris if he was in play. That's not how this works, by the way. I
2: don't, I don't get what he's saying. What is he saying?
0: Huck is a she, first of all. Said sorry, that's on yes, us, sorry. I know that you and I, I for not asking Chris if he's been in plays in high school. Like we know so much about Chris. It never even was a blip on the radar. Actually, it, it never
2: surprises me when I find out something about Chris. He's one of my closest friends that I know the least about. He's not that's very, fair. he's not, a, he's not an fair. open book. He, he's very private.
1: Yes. Because I realized, like I said, There is maybe one person that has video of me acting when I was young, and I'm going to keep it that way because I'm not a professional actor.
0: You're very private. You're accusatory. I to this day I still stole your vape and hid it in some sort of grand scheme. One thing you've accused me of nine things tonight. You know, I brought you penny to your life, sir. At that point, you you could have said, "I've never felt this much emotion except for that one play I was in in high school." You know, bad, but you did this guitar five years or sooner. <laughs> we could have Chris, this is a, this explains so many things now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why that's like a shocking thing that, you know, sh- but I mean, like, you know, I love musicals, you know, I love Broadway. It, it's right, like, that's what I'm
0: saying like yeah. now it all kind of makes sense. I just didn't know. I didn't yeah. know, man. Yeah.
2: We still consider those character flaws, Chris.
0: Yeah. I didn't want to say that in front of everybody, John. All
1: of our problems can be worked up in about three hours and about seven hit numbers with ensemble <laughs> cast dances.
0: <laughs> ensemble cast dances, <laughs> phenomenal. Yes. Uh, let's well, great news today, John. Appreciate you very much. Yes, and cool.
1: uh, I think Chris is going to ask only, questions now. There's only one thing left to do, and that's wrap this Just up. Just to be safe. Oh,
2: sorry. Never. Never.
1: Premature. Yeah, you all prematured that. Now I gotta talk a little bit because it has kicked in, and here comes the (laughs) three, two, one. Here comes. (laughs)
0: electronic mail
1: from the future
0: <laughs> that is awesome ladies and gentlemen this is the part of the show you just heard us or maybe you didn't because it probably peaked uh but this is the part of the show we call emails because we lead off with fan emails that's right you're fans we love you uh And if you want to be a part of that conversation, you can do it. You can do it. Send an email to weeklygameschat at gmail.com.
1: Just like whoever the boys pick out to read first. Uh, STFU, Sean, because Alejandro said that. Oh. He wants you to shut the. Yeah, I know what it means. And now I have to find him and fight him. (laughs) Gentlemen. (laughs) Modern games have many audio settings, but one that I've never seen is Banter Slider. This will allow you to adjust the frequency of random quips made during gameplay. The slider would go from Chatterbox to Shut the F Up. What games do you think would benefit the most from this audio option? Personally, Forspoken comes immediately to mind. That's what I've heard. Uh, And on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, with 10 being uh, to Shut the F Up, what setting do you, would you typically pick for a game conversationally yours, Alejandro? This was sent from his Bing chat bot <laughs> wh- who loves you more than your wife does. That's funny. Uh, your yeah. wife? Because <laughs> that is uh, something it said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't. I
0: give me an example of a game that possibly has too much chatter that I'd want it to be a ten.
2: So the idea of it, and and it happens all the time when I play games, but I never remember. I I think Horizon did it. To some extent where you were where you're having this conversation mm-hmm. and then you go into another conversation and and the and and they bleed there's, and there's and there's chatter over your over what you're trying to listen oh it's it's like you go and you listen to somebody talk but you keep hearing somebody else yapping in the background yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah or i like, didn't know that's what that's quite it's, what that is it's
2: absolutely awful and it's it's like no one seems to this is the first time
1: Someone other than myself. Has Are we sure like, that's
0: what he means? Yeah, he, or does he like, just like, being like, random, we just went,
1: talking during the game? Yeah, if like you were in RPG, like again Horizon. You just go to a city and you put the controller down. What's going to happen? All the people around you, you're going to randomly hear lines from them having conversations because of immersion, right? And I guess there is the other side of it too, where what he's speaking of of like where you could be playing the game and the person is speaking basically in the third person, trying to give you hints of what to do. There's that side of things with it. I like that. So I yeah. I'm probably in the minority. I would leave it as default. Okay. If it's I a just, five, just,
0: it's a five. It's whatever. I just thought
2: he meant I just thought he meant conversations that overlap, that distract you mm. from hearing what someone's trying to say because somebody right. else is 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 yapping. Hmm it's hard to describe the circumstance, but it happens to me all the time in games and it, it, it can be a very distracting thing, but you know, I, I grant that he's probably not talking about that. So
1: I don't mind it if I'm just in an area like, yeah, I, I want to hear the guy when I'm in Skyrim say he took an arrow to the knee for the 900th time during my playthrough. Um But what I would agree with him, like the, I do want my characters to shut up as far as giving me advice of what to do unless I seek it. Like I wish there was a like a button combination I could press. that would tell them, okay, I'm stuck. Can you please give me some sort of, you know, audio hint as to how I should proceed on this versus them? Like, you know, because some of them are better about it. Some of them like they wait a good three or four minutes before they say something to you. Um, others are like 20 seconds. You haven't apparently done the thing that they're looking for. They start making quips.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. So there you, there you have it. Also Alejandro, thanks for keeping that streak alive. Yeah. I normally don't do this, but I want to read one email that way. John doesn't read it. Cause it's kind of about John. Okay. So I'm going to go next. This would be the only one I read, uh, because in case there's like discord stuff or Twitter stuff. Sure. Uh, but this one is from Jonathan, Uh, As well. And the title of it is resume. It reads, hey, boys. Hey. Uh, Submitting my resume to be a WGC employee. Uh Oh, Mm. we got us a payroll buddy. Uh, I want the job because I've never seen a company give as much PTO as Jess brother has gotten. (laughs) 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 I also felt like I should write in to add another John to the listener list. Nice. Nice. I'm currently playing Hogwarts by the time you read this. I'm sure the other listeners will say enough about Harry Potter. Not our John Willie greatest game ever. However, I wanted to address another. I'm sorry, a question of another listener who said he never liked the world of Harry Potter. Funny enough, I think that was Alejandro. Um, So he doesn't want to play the game. Just want to say that I felt the same way. Never liked Harry Potter. But I feel like this world was created for video games, and it's by far the best way to experience that universe, in my opinion. Hmm. Having a great time, and uh, this was sent from the tip. (laughs) See, the tip (laughs) is. Nice. But yeah, John, so we got to like have an interview process and everything for our new employees, or what are we doing, boys?
2: It depends. Mm -hmm.
0: Is it to add or to replace me? You're not getting replaced. He just wants to get on board because we have a great PTO policy. I really
2: we have a great uh, uh, benefits package.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we do. Wait, what? What? It would be funny if one day just the stream started and we actually had Jeff on here.
0: <laughs>
1: no, it wouldn't, because that would mean just Sean would be like this mother. And we're like, and me and Sean just went, Jeff, look at, look at.
2: <laughs> This game was amazing, guys. I give it a six. <laughs> Do you know how that this works? <laughs> go John, ahead, Johnny Bear.
0: Pick you one, buddy.
2: Uh, did, was there one I needed to pick?
0: No, no. I just saw that one. And I was like, That'd be weird for John to read it. And Chris just read one.
2: Is this Tucker one safe?
0: Go for it. It's, it's always safe. You're going to read oh. a lot.
2: Oh, it's not safe. That's
0: no, I'm going <laughs> to okay. go to the Reddit and explain what that is when you get done, huh?
2: Awesome. Okay. All right, All this right. one's from Tucker. Hey, guys, I really enjoyed the show last week. Glad to know that Sean is seriously enjoying his brand freaking new PSVR 2. I really wish I could be able to see him for myself, just how much of a halfling Aloy is. Just seriously wish that John was here for Christian's run-on and the reveal of a Johnverse Yeah, of the Johniverse. you missed that. Mando yeah. season three is, for lack of a better word, interesting. I know we've only got one episode, but there's already a lot of mystery when it comes to the story. It kind of freaked me out when a certain when a certain and beloved character came back and reverted back to the way he was seriously, can't wait to see what where they go from here. I finally got the chance to see quantum mania. And I got to say, that's the best movie that Marvel has done since no way home. Hmm. Chris Chris said that it was comparable to love and thunder two weeks ago. And whenever it comes to humor, I have to agree. Disney just needs to know. What characters are starring and not go beyond the characters' values and qualities? And they succeeded in doing
0: that. Oh, no, they didn't. Here with this one. <laughs> that movie sucked!
2: <laughs> Sean, you thought it sucked?
0: Yeah, me and Chris both thought it was terrible-ish.
2: You weren't like that two weeks ago. Yeah, I said it was like a seven, John. That's not sucked, that's good.
0: No, I don't really dip below seven. <laughs> oh, God. It's okay.
2: Plot-wise, however, I'd, I'd have to say it's Why more Why are you comparable- offended that I
0: don't like that movie?
2: You're an idiot. Plot wise, however, <laughs> I'd have to say it's more comparable to Doctor Strange. Lots of weird multiverse stuff going on here. I really enjoyed Kang as a character. Jonathan Majors is the Agreed. perfect person to fill the role. Ser- don't interrupt me. Uh, seriously, can't wait for Loki season two to see what he does. <laughs> Modoc was also a very interesting character. I never thought that we would see that person again, considering what happened to him previously. For those of you listening at home who have no idea what I'm talking about, you'll just have to. See it to believe it for yes. anyone who hasn't seen it. I would re- recommend to try not to think about it too much <laughs> as by the end of, as by the end, my brain was absolutely scrambled by it. But in the end, it's a solid film and my Richard is a solid eight out of 10. I caught a case of the stomach flu this past Monday and it nice. effing sucked. I'm totally fine now as it doesn't usually last that long, but I spent virtually all day in bed, essentially waiting to die. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to get any gaming in as the term ends this week, and I need to get my schooling taken care of. My question this week is, what was your best work gaming sick day? What was Mm. your best sick day gaming session? Thanks for such a great show, and I'll see you guys next week. Keep watching out for the little guy, fellas, and game on. Tucker, a.k.a. Inslayer173, sent from my modified N1 Starfighter.
1: Nice. His meme this week is a picture of Aloy wearing a t-shirt that says the expert and the caption above says when no one can find the killers, but you know how to follow the incredibly distinct trail of footsteps leading away from a crime scene. Uh, I'm guessing that's making fun. You remember that
0: time Chris took my thunder and read the meme that I said uh, I was going to research and read when you got done, John? I, I do not. I deny. That's you. fine. My bad. That's fine. He'll hear it on the y'all. John said he hated me and that I was a liar for not saying it was sucked last week and you stole my thunder. My love thunder.
2: Well to so, answer to answer Tucker's question, personally for me, I've never been able to play games when I'm sick. I just can't. Not truly sick. I'm in the mood. I'm
0: not in For the mood. me, I'm going to I'm going to say and I don't like bringing it up, but when I was injured, I couldn't play anything and I wanted to cuz I was just stuck here hurting. Uh but like the best quote, big day that was a great gaming session. Um, we all, we all took PTO, AKA called in sick when, uh, certain gears of war came out we went to our friend's house and we like had breakfast together and we sat around and just had like all these TVs hooked up and co-opted, it, had fun. So that was fun. I'll never forget that. Also, you- John. Yeah. You, you, you missed it last week. Uh, the, apparently there's a lot of John's.
1: There are. That's not really a shocking thing. Oh. Yeah.
0: What do you say, Chris? Uh,
1: I've never called out to play a game, but I have taken PTO many a time. And yeah, I'd have to say the funnest was Gears, what? Was it three? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. Gears three, we all got together, and uh, Adam, Jeff, Sean, and and I got together and and went through... (laughs) Like the first Adam like, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. You said Adam. Yeah. Uh, Like the first two acts of that game all day. Just each got pizza, you know, just having fun. It was a good times. So. It, was, it was dope. It was yeah. a good time. I was like, we're going to do this all the time. We never did it again. <laughs> I'm a little
0: confused because of the Mando comment. I've watched everything.
1: Maybe he it's- didn't watch the book of Boba Fett. Cause that would explain it because that's where that happened. Yeah. Well, the
0: book
2: of Boba Fett is actually season three of Mandalorian.
1: Pretty much. (laughs) What? Uh, Next up.
2: Spoilers.
1: (laughs) Got George. He says, Hey guys. Hello. Uh, Your boy Pollard here. I've been enjoying all your recent podcasts. I would like to watch on Twitch, but I don't get home from work in time. Long story short, I finally broke down and gobbled up a Series X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gobbled. Uh, I've played Witcher 3 for the second time, dabbled with Atomic Heart, and I'm thinking about taking on Elden Ring. Ooh. Those are some- Don't do memories. it. Do it. Uh, was just curious if any of you have tried Atomic Heart. Any tips for starting Elden Ring? Thanks for all the joy you bring us, listeners. Drive a PBR into you for my mother's sake. Oh, okay.
2: Cheers. Well, regarding Elden Ring, if you see a if you see a troll, run. It, go the other way.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh starting Elden Ring, it, it's not one of the best onboarding games. We talked about it before, but it is a little more we're going to say lenient. You can kind of just kind of go wherever you want to. Yeah. If something's too hard, you go do something else after you die.
1: Run. Yeah. You can outrun things. It's kind of awesome. Run. <laughs> There's a lot of the map that is unlocked to you before you have to go to a thing before you can, before you know, in order to progress to the next beat of the story. So, to Sean's point, just just go explore. And I would not run at the guy on the horse uh, when you first. Yeah, stay away from world. that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: I have tried a little bit of Atomic Heart. Um, some good things about it, but there's also some things that. If we ever covered the game, I would bring up then, but we'll see. Maybe I'll get back five. to that some more. Give it a five, John. He hates it.
2: I'm gonna play it so I can uh,
0: give we're it a ten. Play and love it. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Do ever <whatever laughs> makes third you happy. Ten of the year. Right? Hey, also, grats on getting your Series X. Right? Yep. Nice. Chris was with me, by the way, John. I meant to tell you. We just saw like on the same day in the same store, PlayStation 5, just right there. And we saw Series X just right there.
2: I'm so glad that Chris is always with you. It seems easy.
0: Well, he meets me for lunch, doesn't he? And he hangs out with me.
2: You ever asked me to lunch?
0: You wouldn't come
1: all the way. That day, he actually came all the way to the great state of Alabama. When's the last time John asked us to lunch, and when's the last time one of us asked John to wa- lunch. I wonder, huh? Was oh it, no, was this it, two days, it. Ago? This was, I it was two days ago?
2: Ninety-four. We're done. Two days ago. it. I asked you to lunch, Chris. When? That time we went to Chick-fil-A.
1: That was like a year ago, John.
2: <laughs> and have you have you asked me to lunch since? Sean,
0: Monday. Yeah, hey, I, I will who? have to say this. I got to <laughs> say this. Chris and Mike, more than me ever, when we do our lunch that we did, they're always like, make sure you let John know. One of the two.
1: Yeah. Or I reach always. out to you. Yeah. I will go. Have you I said something? John, John, I hate to do that, but it's true. I'll say, Sean, have you asked John? And he'll say no. And I'll go, John, we're going to Dinglewood. Yeah.
2: So this is going to be my final <laughs> podcast.
0: The other John, get your application in quick.
2: I don't Gotta need to go over some things before next Tuesday. I don't need friends. So, uh, Jonathan, you good you luck on your car. hiring process.
1: You need a car, and friends can help you get a car. All right. I'm going to love the part where me and John go to CarMax together and I'm the one who buys the car. I can't (laughs) wait till we actually go on into a war with John and don't see him till the
0: Mario movie day and we actually pick seats right next to him, unbeknownst to anyone. But we (laughs) never talk to him. (laughs) I would suck. (laughs) So bad. John, are you going to read this last email, buddy? Do I have to? You can't? Whose turn is it?
2: Hey, fellas. Hey. Hey. This is from Christian. I recently received an original model Xbone, sorry, Xbox One gifted to me by my employer. Nice. Why they had the system is beyond me, but whatever, I'm just thankful. This system came with a quite a few games and wanted to let y'all's op- get y'all's opinion on these games and which ones are worth playing. Those games are Alice Madness Returns 360. I hear that's great. Origami Shadow Edition, Origami One, supposed to be really good, not so much too. Control, I play think it. Chris would say play that. <laughs> it's base 360, it. Honored Definitive Edition, The Evil Within 2, Pro Will of the Wisps, play Overcooked it. 2, The Outer Worlds, Unravel 2. I've never played any of these games, and I don't know if there's a few duds. In here, that's for another great episode, guys, and game on. The only duds I can even think of that you might not like.
0: John, can you read where that's sent from?
2: Sorry. sent from the- Be ready to... <laughs> sent from Sean's Hogwarts-themed <laughs> glory hole. <laughs> hmm.
0: There's a hole in my wall, John, and he just I found hate- that out.
2: I have a 13-inch wand made of maple with a dragon <laughs> dragon heart string.
0: Um, definitely don't play Dishonored because that series is terrible. Uh, also, The Evil Within is the same thing as this other title John told us about. Same words. So,
2: so do the opposite of what Sean said. But definitely
0: play, I don't know what pro Will of the Wisps is, but I know what Ori is. And if that's what you meant to type, play that.
2: Yeah, Will the is is good. Overcooked two. Don't waste your time.
0: Unravel two's cute. It's kind of fun. If you can co op it with uh But he doesn't have I, any
2: he doesn't have any duds in there.
0: Yeah, they're all know. pretty decent. Yeah.
2: They're all at least eight out yeah. of ten.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there there you have it. There you there have you. it, ladies and gentlemen. We did um, it. We got through we it. We did it. We got through it. Uh, I have no idea what's going on on Twitter. I just pulled it up. and uh, Shout out to (laughs) Acid Queen for retweeting our tweets. That's what's up. That's why why they're head boys in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. That that right there. I don't think we have any DMs. I think we caught that on up. Uh, Let's make sure we don't have any other mentions. We don't. uh, I think we're still sitting legit on followers so we're good there that's all just a reminder that if you want to see us on twitter it's at weekly games chat if you want to dm us or anything like that now let's go into our discord community i don't see any uh (laughs) i don't see oh there's an email that literally just popped in i don't know how i missed this wait is this old chris what i don't think it's old okay it is we didn't I don't know how to explain what I'm about to say, but it's from February. I don't know how we missed this or if this lines up right. I don't know, but it's from our good, our good pal Yuri, who who quite often writes in on the discord emails. Uh, and Yuri was going through some of, um, their old articles that they wrote for a local newspaper. And one is about Sealwood from 2004. Does anybody remember this term? (laughs) Hashtag old man chat. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't. And then it says also, which game or franchise would you be would be for you the most (laughs) successful marriages of a marriage of both industries? Say that one more time. Which game slash franchise would be for you the most successful marriage of both industries?
2: What industries?
0: So we may need to talk about what seal sealwood is. All right, sealwood a. Whoa! Or Manto, I hope I said that right. Manto, of Silicon Valley and Hollywood is the term given to uh, various okay. California companies involved with the create with creating CD-ROM computer games based on Hollywood movies. Um, most of which did not appeal appeal to serious gamers in the mid '90s.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it would be games like um, they were spurred on by the success of games like Myst.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: So maybe that helps us if we want to know which game and franchise would be most successful. So making a game out of a movie, possibly—is that? I'm thinking that's what it is. Um, yeah, a game out of a movie instead of a movie out of a game.
1: Edge of Tomorrow would be an interesting. That, one that would be pretty dope mm-hmm. if you could make that work. Um, I mean. I'm trying to think of other things. Obviously, uh, Forrest Gump, um, Quiz Show, another great one. That would be a great adaptation. Um, Shawshank Redemption. I was, I was, I keep wanting to
0: say Lord of the Rings, but I feel like those games that they made were pretty good back in the day.
1: Yeah, even recently. Um,
0: so yeah, good question. Uh, if anybody has any that they think of and want to write into us, definitely do that.
1: Mike says um, game of thrones, which definitely makes sense. that would be a good one. Uh, Huck says three men and a baby. I would definitely <laughs> play a three men and a baby game. Uh, and then, yeah, acid. <laughs> if there was Three men and a baby game and it was multiplayer and you had to, like, I could be Steve Gutenberg. John could be Tom size or not Tom size, but Tom Selleck, uh, I'd be all for it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. But like always, Yuri, thanks for your uh your very insightful stuff. I had never even heard of that term. So now I kind of know what it is. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs>
0: there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, where's Chris? I gotta before we do this, I gotta make sure I can see Chris because things are about to happen.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Okay. I think so. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Episode 394, where we talked about Sons of the Forest. And by we, I mean Chris as our topic today. Wherever you find us, uh, please make sure you leave a good review for us so other folks can you know, also find us and, and our community can grow. Uh, shout out to everybody who watched us on Twitch.tv. If you want to do that, stop by. We're here every Tuesday, right around 545 now. Fine. If you want to write us an email, weeklygameschat at gmail.com is the spot. Uh, On Twitter, we're at Weekly Games Chat. And, of course, our wonderful Discord community is is really rocking. Did I forget anything? I don't think so. Shout out to John and Chris. Love you guys. And I like to always look at you and say game on at this point. Uh, Game on, Sean, and
1: game on, John.
0: John is muted. Your mom's Peace out, everybody. (laughs)
1: Talk life.